bad girl. Bad girl, bad girl. A bad girl no madova, boy pick me. Real Bad Gal Tings. I'm your host, Nish Maroon, and welcome to Bad Gal Chat Podcast. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, oh my gosh, how is everybody doing? Um, I hope you really enjoyed our Valentine's Day special. We got into some, you know, steamy topics. Um and I see you guys have been really, really enjoying uh, the guests that we've had on this season. And just makes my heart happy, you know, that I'm bringing the heat. I'm bringing the people that you um, are interested in hearing from. Um, whew, child, let's get into my life real quick before we get into the mess segment. First and foremost, I have been here, there, and everywhere. Um you know, I had to go back to school. I don't know if I mentioned it in this um, season yet, but I actually had to go back for one more course because my college on campus miscalculated my courses. So I'm back in school doing one measly course. And then I finally graduate in the spring. Um, but, you know, I still work a nine to five um, you know, full-time hours. So, you know, I'm knocking out damn near 40 hours a week and in school. Um, so I've just been so busy and I will say like, I feel so guilty, you know, to all the bad gals, bad man, bad people them, because I really want to give this shit my all. And I feel like I'm giving maybe 80 or 90% and I apologize. It's just that I'm just trying to get by, guys. Like, I'm almost there. Um, But next season is just going to be in a whole other level. Like, you guys aren't even ready for the stuff I have up my sleeve. I can't wait. And I'm going to have, like, so much more time to extend to the pod. Um, And I really want to show you guys in certain ways how much I appreciate the support. Um, there's people all the way in the UK listening, shout out to the UK babes, um, people in the U S listening, like, I just have such a deep respect for everybody who tunes in every week. Like, you know, I see the numbers from time to time and I'm just very touched that you guys are still tuning in to little old me. Um, I feel like I've said this a lot this season, but thank you guys because, Sometimes I'm just like, you know, we all have our days. Every dog has its days. And sometimes I'm just like, damn, like who really gives a fuck? (laughs) You guys do. And it means a lot to me, you know, Um, even though I'm not loved in this city, people around the world love me. And that, that, that means a lot to me. Okay. (laughs) That really does. So thank you guys. But let's get into the mess. I want to give a huge trigger warning. Um, Today, we're going to be getting into a lot of um, sexual assault, rape, um, topics. And I know that can be very sensitive for people. And I just want to put that out there. I know I usually put the trigger, um, warning in the description of the podcast, but because we're getting into so many things today, like most of the topics are about that. 
um, I just want to verbally say it. Um, so if that's going to upset you, I really will not feel a type of way. Like I know that this <laughs> topic is, is this episode is going to get into some things. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me if you need to take a break, come back later, or just, you know, not listen to, uh, most of the mess segment but i'm gonna start off with something light so you can at least listen to this so i know you guys have been really wanting my take on netflix's the tinder swindler um and i have a lot to say you know i watched it and uh for those who don't know the tinder swindler is about a man named um simon kiev i believe not Kiev. Oh my gosh, that's the city in Ukraine. Um, shout out to Ukraine. Um, Simon. We're gonna call him Simon. <laughs> um, so Simon is a or portrayed himself as a uh, Israeli businessman, I guess, an Israeli diamond prince. Okay, the the prince of the diamond industry. Um, and he was on Tinder, just you know, trying to get girls to send him money essentially um and it was kind of like a period pyramid scheme of women sending him money so he can kind of con other women with their money and then the cycle would just go on and on and on um so pretty much everybody was just funding his lifestyle all of the girls that he was interacting with for the most part um so it this the <laughs> The movie, the I guess you could say a movie. The movie starts out, the film starts out with um, this lady. I think she's Swedish or Norwegian or something. And she's studying in the UK or she's in the UK for work or something. And she goes on Tinder and finds Simon. So first and foremost, I really loved how they touched on this. And I don't think a lot of people picked it up or have been talking about it. So I'm going to talk about it because you know how I get down. Um, She was looking for a fantasy. Sis was looking for a Disney love, as I like to call it. I'm going to do a whole episode one day on Disney love and pretty much why the reason a lot of y'all are single and want a man is because you're caught up in the Disney love fantasy but she said that she was obsessed with Disney princesses and like was really just looking for her prince. And this woman, you know, it's to your centric standards, she's very beautiful. Um, so she could she could pull like, you know, most white men, most men in general. Um, so there was really no need for her to like even be on Tinder, I guess you could say. Um, but she was a hopeless romantic. And then she found Simon. Simon took her out. Um, they got to talking or whatever. And then he's like, hey, fly out with me, babe. That night, he asked her to fly out with him. And she did. And let me tell y'all, son. <laughs> the first thing that comes in my into my head when I hear that, like, fly out with me that same day, is he's trying to traffic me. Would you, would you guys, maybe it's because I'm black. Maybe it's because I'm POC. But would you guys not think that you're going to get trafficked? Like, wouldn't that be, like, the first thing that comes to your mind? Is, oh, he's trying to, like, take me away. <laughs> I'm never going to be see my family again if I go with this man. But no, sis went. Thank God. God was really looking out for her. That Simon was not in the human trafficking business. 
You know, he was in a scamming business because if if that was the case, that would have been a much darker um show, okay? Or or film. So she goes with this man, right? And his baby mom's is there. Red flag number one. You know what I mean? Like, I love how white people are like, oh, his his um the mother of his child. <laughs> Girl, you meet his baby mama, and he bought his baby mama and his child on the first date to meet this bitch at the airport. Like, that's just giving me lots of like red flags. You know what I mean? But needless to say, she did that. And then the baby mom was like, yeah, 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 swear down. Like, you know, Tutu's like, he's a good you. You know what I'm saying? And sis believed it. She, I think what happened is like, they had sex in some hotel somewhere. And then, you know, he had to like dip the next day. She only spent one night abroad, one day abroad. Because I guess that's all he could afford was one hotel night. And then she flew back. And then it just showed like the process of him scamming other women, him befriending other bitches, living life lavish, going to exclusive clubs abroad, you know? And um, I heard now, I think he spent like a short stint in um, jail. And I think now people are saying that um, he's gonna have his own dating show, which I mean, air quotes, so terrible. That's that's so bad. Oh my God. I can't believe like he's, he wants to be a celebrity after scamming. I will be watching. I will be watching. I will be tuned in. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. I will create the way I'm so interested in this. I will create a, a, a reaction channel just to see the content. I, I am I am buying what he is selling. Okay. But needless to say, um, people were shocked that he spent so little time in jail. And I will say this: I am not surprised that he spent just a short little stint in jail because first and foremost. He doesn't have a nearly enough melanin to spend a full sentence for scamming. All right. And another thing I was seeing online because, you know, um, we should have expected this, but a lot of uh, niggas online are defending Simon. Um, I think that Simon is, I will give him points for his his genius, his, his creativity, um, but scamming people and like these women, as much as I think that the girls were fool fool i still feel like it's so wrong of him because one of these girls was saying that the debt collectors were after her so much and she was like getting suicidal like that's heavy um so he does need to serve jail time for the amount of emotional stress he put on these girls um but we don't need to be supporting him i mean I, i'll support him by watching the show but i don't like i don't want to add you know what i mean like i'm not gonna be a fan of simon and i feel like a lot of men are a fan of simon because it there's this like notion of women being gold diggers so for a man to be a gold digger i think they see that as kind of like revenge um and and they're they're you know they're supporting him but another thing i saw online and it got like a lot of likes and i was shocked is men were saying oh, well, um, you know, when women scam men, they don't go to jail. Y'all ever heard of Jatavia? You guys don't know about JT? Did JT not <laughs> serve prison time in, in federal prison? It was JT versus the United States? Like, did that not happen? Like, women get locked up for scamming all the time, so let's not start that. And also, I just feel like it's, like, very weak for a man to scam a woman for, like, one of many reasons. Number one, women make less than men globally. Like, almost pretty much 
every country men make or make more than women by a significant margin and the margin widens if you're a woman of color or if you're disabled so with that being said go look job like first and foremost go look job i just feel like that's so weak <laughs> and i'm not i'm not encouraging women scamming like at all you know i'm never going to come on this podcast and encourage people to do a legal activity you know what i mean but what i'm saying is that a man scamming is another level of greasiness to me you know but needless to say uh, that's my take on Tinder swindler, Tinder swindler, Jesus Christ. So, um, the next thing I want to get into is, um, I want to get into some Toronto tea. Okay. Um, I typically feel a way about talking about Toronto tea because I know sometimes I hop on and off of it because like Toronto is a, is a big city, but it's also a small city. Like everybody knows each other. The likelihood of you speaking shit about somebody, like, I don't know if I ever said this, but on the pod, but way be, when Clubhouse was a thing, I ended up meeting Chromaz's producer. And as you know, I've said a lot of, we, we've talked about Chromaz in not the most pleasant ways on this podcast. So that was hella awkward. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm very sensitive about that. But we're going to get into this because the Korean community in in Toronto, I don't know y'all like that. Like, I'm not really in the mix. So I highly doubt that any of these people are really going to give a fuck. But have you guys heard of um, Hannah Kay? The Hannah Kay situation? Um, so Hannah Kay is this Toronto model, um, Korean girl. And apparently she was just like, you know, typical insta baddie, like before, you know, she dyed her hair blonde. She was always wearing like, you know, sexy clothes. Like she was just a hot girl, you know? Um, and I want to tread lightly when talking about this because I feel like a lot of people talking about it are very presumptuous and I don't want to be presumptuous. Um, but people have just noticed certain things about how her behavior has changed since she has dated this um, other Korean guy in Toronto named uh, Ned. Ned is his name. Also, guys, you know this is all alleged. Let me just keep it real. This is alleged. This is alleged. I don't know these people. Who knows what happened? But this is what the streets in Toronto are saying, okay? So Ned, since Ned has entered Hannah's life, people feel as though he is changing her aesthetic because now she's dressing less like an insta baddie and she dyed her hair black back to um you know black or brown and she's now kind of dressing like you know i hate to even talk about this because i feel like it really borders with like pedophilia but like you know in like the like the i don't even like to say this word but like the sexy schoolgirl air quotes oh but like she's kind of dressing more like that like um just immature and I guess childlike. Ew, that just makes me feel weird. <laughs> but kind of like she's she's dressing more, um, girl. Like uh, a, I'm gonna say like a dolly. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> um, and her photos are kind of, kind of border on kink. Many people would say. Um, so. <laughs> She also like 
always eats in her photos and some people hypothesize that like maybe that's like a feeding kink or something i don't know who knows again very presumptuous i don't know maybe she just feels like this is her new era and like maybe that's what she's into sexually and i know a lot of people with their kinks like they like to kind of like um you know i don't want to say show it off but they like to display it outside of the bedroom and like to each their own i guess so <laughs> people are trying to expose her boyfriend ned for talking to underage girls saying the n-word and um I think pretty much just those two things. And I guess changing her aesthetic. I don't know. Like making her eat on Instagram, I guess. Um, so I've, apparently a few um, girls have come, come out with like screenshots to say that Ned tried to move to them when they were underage. And um, people are kind of trying to get Hannah to break up with Ned because of these things. Um, apparently... Some people in the Korean community in Toronto are saying that he uses the N-word a lot. Um, and I just find it it's very, like, convenient that we're bringing up his anti-Blackness at the same time that we're bringing up his allegations of pedophilia. And I just feel like, why didn't you guys say that before? Because obviously, or allegedly, Neta was saying nigga this and nigga that for a while now so it's just like weird to me that that's being brought up at this point but nonetheless it's being brought up so let's discuss um but yeah so everybody's turning their back on ned in in toronto apparently and ned gets on youtube i believe and says hey um you know i had a friend and then we i i went back home to south korea and um something happened where she likes me and i didn't like her and her response to that was that she was going to ruin my life. And he said, she is sabotaging me because I didn't like her. I think that's, from what I remember, that's that's what he had said, right? So um, that is pretty much the tea on Ned and Hannah Kay. Um, Hannah Kay's page is still up there. Like, you know, she's still doing the whole little dolly aesthetic. Um, think that I think we need to stop blaming women for men's actions. Um, it's hard for me because I like to do it too. I'm going to be honest. As I go, I, I always say this, I'm problematic too, you know? So it is what it is. I'm problematic, but I'm not a bigot and I'm not ignorant. There's, there's, there's a difference. So I just feel like we need to stop pressuring Hannah because say, let's say, I'm not saying this is the case, but let's say Hannah is in an abusive, controlling relationship with this guy, like us pressuring him or pressuring her to leave him is just like intensifying and making the situation worse. So if you're a, a fan of Hannah, let the girl be and live her life. Um, I also will say it's different. I don't wanna say that, but let me just say that. I just feel like the whole like age regression thing with some people's, I guess, sensuality I think needs to be looked at a little bit more. Um, even if it's two consenting adults, I think we need to look at why people find that attractive. Um, and I think we need to problematize it a little bit more than we do. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not saying that these people are into that. I'm just saying like, you know what I mean? Like, 
I'm always having to explain myself, but y'all get what I mean. I'm not going to get into that too much because I'm no expert and I'm not the police. <laughs> so I don't know. But moving on, um, I never knew about these two people before because even though I do TikTok Thursday, y'all have to understand, like, my TikTok algorithm is, like, maybe three things. Bob Risky content, um, Toronto Black content, um, Jamaican content, or Caribbean content in general. Like, that's that's my algorithm. So I don't really see, like, like, I don't even know what Addison Rae looks like at the top of my head, right? Like... What are those two girls, Dixie and somebody else? Those I, I don't know if they're twins, but the Dixie girl, I, I don't know these people, right? But this girl named Sienna May, apparently she was popular for um, body positivity, um, and she's a dancer. Um, and she was having this public fling. Um, it wasn't like a real relationship, I don't feel like with Jack Wright. I don't know the content he makes, but I believe he was on the Hype House. They were both on the Hype House show on Netflix. And then she got taken off once the allegations were made public. So what had happened was there was a video circulating of her trying to get frisky with jack when he was blackout drunk like literally blackout like he was like deflated like he looked like he was just out of it people were like i think people were trying to interact like he was done and he was sitting on the couch with one of his guy friends and the friend was just taking care of him to make sure he was straight good friend so then in the video you see sienna approach jack and she starts feeling his nether regions while he's unconscious um, and then the video ends and or the friend gets up and like walks away kind of like awkwardly. And then the video ends. Um, I will say that bo- I believe both of them were minors at the time. Um, I mean, a crime is a crime, but I'm just providing it for context. And for several months, Drac Wright, the, the boy that was unconscious, he's now a man, I believe, um, did not come out and talk about it. It was mostly people who were talking about the video and people were pressuring him to speak on it. Um, again, do not pressure people to leave relationships <clears throat> and to talk about their abuse, like just very unnecessary. Another thing people were doing is pretty much gaslighting Jack and saying that, you know, it wasn't a sexual assault. Um, and I think or I can I can say that I, I feel as though because he was a boy or because he was a guy or a masculine presenting person, people couldn't see him as a rape victim or I don't want to say rape, but as a sexual assault victim. Um, and I think we really need to change the narrative on that, right? Um, because anybody can get their boundaries crossed, their sexual boundaries crossed. Um, so Sienna's response to all of this was that she didn't do it and she was young and young people make mistakes. And she presented us with a dance apology video um, to the tune of Sam Smith's Young. Um, and the lyrics of Sam Smith's song was just like, oh, I just want to be young, kiss some boys, drink, something like that, like along those lines. So um, people were very offended that she put out a dance video as an apology video, and so was I. Um, 
I just, I don't know who okayed that. She needs a PR team because, yeah, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, Jack went on YouTube. I, I don't know if I'm getting the order right, but Jack went on YouTube eventually and spoke, said his side of the story about how um, she would, you know, they started off as, as very close friends. Um, I guess she was more into him than, than he was into her. And she would kind of like break into his house and try to um, touch him inappropriately um, and try to initiate um, sexual intercourse to which he um, both verbalized and like physically made known with his body language that he was not interested. Um, and it was like, she, kind of like, she was always chasing after him is, is what he was saying. Um, and I just kind of feel it for Jack, yo, because to have like a bunch of people kind of deny you of your experience and then to even just experience that at all as a kid, like that's tough to navigate because he has so much shit to navigate already. Plus he has this like huge like following on TikTok, right? Like millions of people following him. And then he's like dealing with this behind closed doors and then the backlash. That's a lot for one person to deal with, especially a young person. Um, if, you know, these, I don't even want to say if these allegations are true, but for legal reasons, if these, these allegations are true, um, I really hope that justice is served. Um, I also will say that something that I, you know, came to mind with the situation is that they do not teach girls about consent in terms of like them needing consent as much as we do for boys. And I think we just need to make this environment, especially with sexual education in schools, like no matter what your gender is, like if somebody says no, if somebody's body language is saying no, like do not initiate or do not like give any sexual contact. Um, I think it's really important because we can't depend on parents to do that because let's be real, some parents, especially culturally speaking, um, or ethnically speaking, do not speak to their kids about sex at all, let alone consent. So I think the school system really needs to step up and start like teaching kids from young, because there's even ways to be like, oh, if somebody doesn't want to hug you, don't hug them, right? I know like with more modern, modern parenting, people are doing that now. So I would really love to see that happen in the schools. Um, I wanted to give an update on the um, Miss Our Fabulous situation in Dubai, just for a small recap. Since I brought it up on the show, I want to tie up loose ends to tell you what happened with that situation, like the end result. So Miss Our Fabulous went on vacation in Dubai with her friends and her ex-boyfriend Blacks, um, I want to say maybe a year ago. And uh, one of her friends that was on the vacation with her stepped forward to say that um, Miss Our Fabulous and Blacks attempted to rape her. Um, Miss Our Fabulous and Blacks ended up breaking up for other reasons, but they also did feel the pressure um, from the allegations, right? Um, I, I could say that that's probably um, a contributing factor, um, but again, I wasn't in the relationship, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, you know, for me, I'm very much so a believe victims type of person, even though I really, always kind of fucked with 
Renee's content, Miss Our Fabulous's content, me being a Jamaican, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just relate to her content a lot. Um, but I think the situation with her giving Emil the edibles without him knowing when he was underage, and this situation just kind of made me look at her differently. Um, but I'm happy that we have some sort of answer or like final word on what happened in Dubai. So I'm going to read out this statement that she put out um, on her YouTube community tab. Today, I received a phone call on no caller ID last year. Sorry, you know, her grammar is not the best. <laughs> last year, January, I was accused of sexual assault. The police have now closed the case because the other um, it's his partner, but the other person, the um, alleged victim, does not want to take things any further. The other party said she contacted the police about me and wrote statements. But today the police has said no report was made against my name at all. I'm so hurt because this is a major affected this majorly affected my mental health, I'm gonna just say it that way, because these allegations really damaged me. And I won't stop until I go court because I was the only person that reported this to the police in the UK while this girl lied on me and told social media instead of reporting me if this really happened. Should I do a video and upload receipts and statement what the police has sent me? I can't even fake my emotions right now. I have sat here shaking, finding myself speechless because no one knows how I was fighting to stay alive. This girl lied on me, destroyed my relationship, had me suffering and dealt, I, I dealt with death threats. I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't eat. I couldn't do nothing hurts me. Nothing, I couldn't do nothing. Nothing hurts more when you're telling the truth and people believe the lies. I picked up that call today thinking it was my food order. When I heard the police, I thought it was, I thought good news to find out this case has been closed due to no evidence and no allegations being made against me. Dubai police came back to the police on my case to tell them not, nothing was reported to their department. The UK police no longer can go ahead due to the alleged victim not having a fixed address for no arrest to be made and nothing being made against me at all since last year. I have cried today so much from the simple fact that I want the world to know how they did me, how they attacked me knowing I was the only one doing the most to plead my innocence. I have kept quiet so they could do their thing. But there's a deep hole inside my heart because I feel everything um, I felt the day she lied on me and my ex. I would never wish anyone to go through this, I'm not going to go through all of this, but um, that's just the gist um, of what Renee was saying. Um, I will say um, for, you know, just background, just because somebody does not go to the police or report what happened to them doesn't mean that it didn't happen. But I do know, and it's a very small percent, let's talk about it's a very small percent of people who make up fake, false um, rape allegations. Let's be honest here. Um, but I do think that when you are in the public eye, it might be more likely to happen, possibly. But then at the same time, how many people are willing to go through backlash just to get somebody back, you know? Um, so 
who knows, child, but um, I just wanted to, like I said, tie up loose ends so folks know what really, you know, is the last chapter of the um, Miss Our Fabulous Dubai debacle. Um, I know her and uh, Blacks are no longer together, um, and it doesn't seem like they will be back together. Um, I can't say anything about uh, the girl who came forward with the allegations, Angel Abraham, I believe her name is. Um, I believe she, like, limited her comments on her page last time I checked. Um, but, yo, whew, <laughs> that was a lot today. Um, another thing I want to say, though, about the police thing is Sienna May also said that about Jack, about how he never came forward to the police about the allegation. Um, and I mean, we've people, I don't want to say we've all seen the video, but a lot of people have seen that video and it's, it's not looking good for Sienna, you know? And, you know, with the, with the Ned and Hannah Kay situation, um, with all of this, I am going to believe the victim the, or the victims, um, but with, with the Ned and Hannah Kay, yo, leave Hannah Kay alone, y'all, <laughs> like, that ass. And honestly, leave everybody alone in this situation. If you need your story to be told about somebody, you know, doing bad onto you, definitely, you know, speak up if you want to speak up. Um, but yeah, don't send hate to anybody. Um, that's not ideal. Um, but yeah, and I'm just praying for everybody who has to endure those very dark things. Um, that's all for today's episode today, y'all. Um, just to reiterate, everything I've mentioned today is alleged. Who knows? Only God and these people know the truth. Um, so let's not uh, make any assumptions here. Um, I'm just delivering the tea um so we can discuss this these situations and apply it to um stuff in everyday life um keep your hands off people who don't want your their hands on them um that's all 